Hi there, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to make the most out of your retail job experience on your resume and in a job interview. Now, to set the scene, so many people, especially college students, need to and do work retail jobs or other what I call functional jobs in order to maintain quality of life and afford cost of living while in school. And I'm going to use retail job and functional job interchangeably. What I mean by a functional job is a job whose primary function was to earn you money and in college, I'm kind of juxtaposing this idea of a functional job that you need for income versus an experience-based job or internship which is giving you relevant career skills. And often these jobs are lower wage jobs. They don't pay well. They're usually in fast food or retail or other sort of service industry type jobs. And people work them because there are a lot of jobs available. They're steady. For a lot of people, they're very convenient. Maybe they're located close to their home or school. The reality is, and I just want to impress upon you, there is absolutely no shame in working a retail or a functional job because you need a steady, reliable source of income. There is no shame in that. Unfortunately, a lot of times in society, when you're applying for graduate programs or jobs after college, these places are looking for you to have unpaid internship experiences, they're looking for lots of volunteer hours, they're looking for relevant work experience in your field, and for people who must prioritize a functional job experience over an experience-based work opportunity, it can be really tough to show off that even though you haven't worked as much in your field that you want to go into, you are still valuable and you have skills to bring to the table. There's this huge misconception that people who work in retail or people who are working lower wage functional jobs don't have skills. It's unfortunately a societal just assumption that these people, that you and me who have worked these jobs or are currently working these jobs, don't have valuable skills and that's just not true. It is hard to work in retail. It is hard to work in fast food. It is hard, so hard to work in customer service. And all along the way, you learn things and you become a better, more valuable employee to wherever you go next because of what you've learned in a functional job. Now, any job, any volunteer opportunity, any internship that you have, really any research even, any work-study position that you hold is going to teach you something and give you skills. And I'll just give a personal example here. My first job ever that I ever had was at Target. I was 18 years old, I was a senior in high school, it was the first job I'd ever applied for, first job I'd ever gotten, and I hated it. And it just wasn't really the job for me. Um, they had signed me on to do one job and then I ended up doing a different job pretty much every shift. I wasn't very comfortable, there wasn't good communication with my supervisors. And so I left that job pretty quickly, pretty much immediately after I was hired, I realized it wasn't the job for me. However, in the two weeks that I worked at Target, I gained valuable skills. I gained the experience of interviewing for and applying for a job. I gained customer service skills, learning how to speak to customers. I learned how to use a cash register and POS system and how to lead transactions, how to process payments. And even though this wasn't the job for me, when I moved on and a couple months later I got a different job at Caribou Coffee, I had these kind of baseline skills and I was hired at Caribou, where I worked on and off during my college breaks for three years. 
Now, honestly, one of the best things that can be on your resume is to show whoever is going to be reading your resume that you have held a steady work position for an extended period of time. So I'm talking about a year or more at least at the same job. And it may not seem like much, and you might think, well, I worked at Starbucks for a year, but whatever. But honestly, one of the most valuable things that this shows the person reading your resume is that you are steady, you are reliable, and you managed to work an entire year at that job without getting fired for doing something stupid or illegal. That might seem like a really low bar, but honestly, it's hard for companies to find steady, reliable workers. What it also says when you have a job on your resume that you've worked at for a year or more is that the person who is your supervisor at that job and who you've likely listed as a reference is going to be able to give the person calling them a pretty good judge of your character. If you've worked at the same place for a long time, you are probably pretty well acquainted with your work supervisor. And this can be a really positive thing if you've invested in that working relationship with your supervisor. And I'm not saying to go about that by taking every extra shift you can or by working overtime when you're not supposed to or by doing favors off the clock, definitely none of that. But I am saying that if you reliably show up to work on time, you are decently friendly, you're willing to pitch in and help out when needed, you are, again, reliable and steady and decently friendly, that's gonna go a long way. And your work supervisor is going to be able to convey to the person calling them for a reference that you are all of those things and those things are valuable. And again, I'm not saying that you should try to force yourself to cultivate a positive working relationship with your work supervisor if they are a toxic person or if they are not a very good person. But what I am saying is if you can't develop a good relationship, at least be a decent employee. Show up on time, do what you're supposed to do, and if you are planning to leave the job, give the two weeks notice instead of just, you know, no call, no showing. All of this will go a very long way towards making you look like a steady, reliable person. So when you're thinking about your retail job experience that you've had or your functional job experience that you've had and trying to figure out how to write about it on your resume and talk about it positively on your cover letter or in an interview, it's very important to look past the literal job description, to look past, well, what did I actually do day to day at this job and dig deeper. Dig deeper and think, what did I learn from this job and what did I learn that I can bring to my next job or into my next adventure? And this is where we talk more about soft skills. So when I was at Caribou, I learned how to make food and beverages, yes. But I also learned how to work collaboratively with a team in a flexible, fast-paced environment. And that sentence was always on my resume with my work for Caribou that I collaborated with teammates and supervisors in a flexible, fast-paced environment. Because what that shows is that I'm a problem solver, I'm a hard worker, I'm used to being under stress and handing it, handling it calmly. Again, these are all very valuable skills to have. So start to think about your jobs and what you've learned and what you can bring to the table. And this is really the time when you don't get to be modest and you don't get to be shy because you can truly think about, in the one and a half years that I've worked at JCPenney, what did I do? What was I good at? And what did my supervisors praise me for? What did my coworkers continually ask me to teach them about? And these are the things that you can write about on your resume. Maybe you worked at JCPenney for a year and a half and then you were promoted to shift supervisor because of your attention to detail and your punctuality. Maybe after you worked at JCPenney for a year and a half, a new store opened up across town and your manager recommended for you to go work there because of your reliability and your familiarity with the store's policies. 
Maybe you worked a fast food restaurant where people were encouraged to fill out surveys and people would always bring up your name in the survey saying that you were such a friendly barista and always remembered their order and always, you know, did cool things like smiled or drew smiley faces on the cup or whatever it is. These are important skills. Now the other piece of this or the other side of this is that when thinking about what you learned and what you can bring, thinking about how can I tell these stories in 30 to 60 seconds when I'm asked them in an interview? Or how can I condense this down to a paragraph in a cover letter? And I have a whole video about how to write a cover letter. I will link it below so you guys can check it out. But again, it's all about highlighting your skills and why you are valuable and what you can bring to the table. So let's say you're in a job interview for an accounting job because your major is accounting or finance, but your most relevant job experience isn't in accounting. You don't have a lot of experience in working in accounting. Instead, you have a significant amount of functional job experience working in your college's dining hall on the catering team. And your interviewer might ask you a question like, tell me about a time that you overcame a challenge. Tell me about a time that you worked on a team and you wouldn't have any accounting stories to share, no, but you do have that one time when you showed up to work, the manager was out sick, one of the ovens was broken, and you had just received a catering order for 50 people for noon that day, on top of several other catering orders that you had to manage. And you can tell the story of, you know, it was a really crazy, hectic day when I walked in. I was really nervous that things wouldn't work out, but I was able to collaborate with my teammates. We delegated tasks and we handled all of the catering orders and got them delivered on time. I also was the person to be speaking with and coordinating getting the oven maintenance person to come and fix our ovens. When my manager got back, she was really impressed with the way I was able to delegate the situation and our entire team got a reward for having managed the situation so well. That is the kind of story that you could tell in an interview that took me less than 60 seconds and it clearly displayed a few different things. One of which being that I have leadership skills. It also shows that I can be cool and calm in the face of pressure and that I can navigate challenges. It also shows that I'm good at delegation and it shows that I'm good at communication. And on top of all of that, ending the story with my manager noticed these things and congratulated me for having handled it well. That shows that other people have noticed that you're good at these skills too, that's valuable. So always be thinking about stories of how you can show what you know, show that you've learned something, show that you're valuable. And if you're having a hard time coming up with these stories, I would definitely encourage you to look at the link I'm gonna leave below with a list of sample interview questions. And if you're, again, if you're having trouble come up, coming up with stories, Think about that one time at work when everything went wrong. Alternatively, think about that one time at work when everything went right. Think about that one time at work when something really weird happened and go from there because again, every job experience that you have, you learn something and it is valuable. I'm gonna keep saying it because I truly do believe it. Definitely also be practicing your interview skills. And again, I will leave a link below with this uh, big sample of questions. The two examples I gave earlier of tell me a time you overcame a challenge and tell me about a time you worked on a team. Those are two actual questions that I have been asked in job interviews. So I'm guessing they're fairly common. And it's a really good idea to have maybe three, four, five of these stories in your back pocket, 60 second stories that you can just pull out and be able to tell comfortably knowing the details that you wanna highlight. So practice it in front of a mirror, with a friend, with a mentor. Get comfortable telling those stories and showing off how valuable you are. 
One caveat to all of this, which I still am 100% telling you that your functional job, your retail job is valuable, and there are ways to show off just how much you know, but if you're going to be applying for a job or a graduate program that has very specific requirements, maybe you must know a certain type of software, or maybe you must have a certain number of patient care hours, that's pretty common in healthcare grad programs, do your very, very best to get those experiences because sometimes they might not be 100% required, but more often than not, especially if it's on a grad program requirements list, they are going to want to see that you have that number of patient care hours. Some jobs will literally not hire you if you don't know a certain type of software because they're hiring somebody specifically for that knowledge. And it's really hard to kind of gamble applying for things or going into things and wondering, does it really matter? And sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. So if you know ahead of time that you're going to need to do certain things to get where you want to be, work with your academic advisors, work with career services on campus to figure out how you can get those experiences while navigating the fact that you might not be able to take an unpaid internship or volunteer because you are relying on steady income. Definitely also on that note, if you are a college student or a recent alum, take full advantage of the fact that your school probably has a career services department or career services office. These offices are staffed with people who are ready and totally willing to help you practice interview questions. They're willing to look over your resume and suggest edits and changes, and they're usually able to help connect you with job experiences that you're going to be qualified for. And this is all just so amazing that college campuses are able to offer this because out in the real world, if adults want these kind of services and consulting and help, they have to pay sometimes thousands of dollars for it and your tuition covers it. So take full advantage of the fact that there's probably career development or career services on your campus. Go to them. They are going to be your biggest allies and champions when you're navigating these situations. And remember, like I keep saying, I feel like I've said it 50 times already, but I'm going to keep saying it. Any job experience, any work experience, any internship, volunteering, work study, research experience that you've ever had is valuable and has taught you something. There are ways to find the meaning and find what you've learned and find what you will bring forward in the future. And sometimes it takes a little work, but you are valuable and those experiences are valuable. I hope this video was helpful. I'm going to leave a lot of links below, links to my cover letter, how to write a cover letter video, links to interview question samples if I can find them, links to resume writing samples if I can find them. Definitely the job search in college is a tough one, even more so if you rely on a functional job for income and aren't able to invest in unpaid internships or volunteering or other experiences that don't pay you as steadily or conveniently as you need to live comfortably. If you like this episode, definitely leave me a comment down below. If you're watching on YouTube, throw me a thumbs up. Subscribe to my channel. If you're listening on a podcast platform, go ahead and subscribe to me there. Leave me a five-star review if you're able. Follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation. And check out my website, FeedThatNation.com. I'll see you Saturday with a vlog, and I'll see you next Wednesday with another podcast episode. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day, and I'll see you soon.